1: Episode 88 of
2: TED Talks.
1: (laughs) I just tried to do a little Muppet song there with it, my leg song. Didn't quite
2: work, did it? You know what I mean? Well, no, it did. It did work a little bit because most people out there will have went, well, he's going to do the Muppet. Then they're going to tell that lad who made the Muppet and then he's going to sue you in his head because you're not allowed to do that. Because remember that time when I lived in the, the trash can? Outside the house, and he was like, Well, are you? And they, they give me a, a cease and desist. Yeah, Malla the Grouch, they used to call you, didn't they? Well, uh, I was I didn't even know that that green lad lived in another one in America. I was just doing it because you know what I mean? It was keeping the rain off my head. Mate, you can't you can't do anything these days without facing the
1: lawsuit. And remember when I used to go from house to house in that blue onesie, shagging all them mams, and they started calling me the Nookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
1: know what I mean? Nookie, Nookie, Nookie. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no. I used to roll like that as well, didn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. mate, they,
1: they did after book number three. You know what I mean? <laughs> I,
2: was, I was exhausted. You know, there was some big women on that estate. You know oh, what I, I mean? Yeah, remember that police <laughs> line up there, book number. three. Three. Uh, what were you saying? Yeah, Ted. <laughs> yeah.
1: Imagine if, like, Blind Dirt used to do it like that, but like they were all naked, lying in beds, and going. Now we're going to go over to book number three. It's our clear from
2: the Wirral.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I thought he was really good, but his balls were a bit too low. You <laughs> were <laughs> sure people from the Wirral? Don't speak like they're from Birmingham, but. <laughs> oh yeah, I got, I got that wrong, didn't I? Yeah, I'm not very good with me geography and that. You know what I mean? I meant, I meant from. Birmingham.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe maybe she's from Liverpool. Uh, maybe she's from Birmingham, but lived in Liverpool due to work reasons. Well, uh, oh.
2: yeah, like maybe looked after because that could happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you
1: know, you've got to think outside the boxing of Allah, which is what book number two likes to do. <laughs> 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 well,
2: well I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, that'd be class that, like, yeah blind date but just you're getting banged <laughs> it'd be classic and then, and then and then like at the
1: end of it like that he's it, it, our again with a quick reminder and he comes in and starts booking him <laughs> will, will it be number one who likes to penetrate the shaft of the penis before allowing entrance to the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah just call it like something
2: like um Blind mate, blind. <laughs> um, yeah, well, like yeah, that's that one that we talked about the other day. You know where they all get the kit off. It's a mix between that and blind date, isn't it? But you're actually going the full <laughs> way. That pretty much is what that naked attraction is all about, I suppose.
1: Yeah, That's- do you know what, though? Do you know what I like about the naked attraction bit, though? It's like they get to see each other in the nuddy duddy, right, at the end, and then they just think, well, you know what I mean? We've got to go on a date now. I've already seen you, Fadge. You've already seen me tallywhacker. You know, you know, you're getting it.
2: Well, I, I, yeah, class, and you know she's picked you, so you know she wants it as well. But I think they're missing a trick here. Yeah? Maybe they should get our Graham to come on and, like, do all the contestants. Is it contestant in the red box? Do, do, he's got a small cock and ginger balls. Do, 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 do. Come Look at the clip at number three. Do, 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 do. Have you just, just, just described Mick
1: Hocknell with that first
2: one? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I had Mick Hucknell and Bono stood next to it, then Shem mcgowan that was number three so yeah oh man yeah.
1: you bring him back flashbacks to that celebrity squash match i once did you know <laughs> <laughs> and then and then in the changing rooms i was in like the were uh, hucknell tiny tiny cock big bush um did, who, who else did you say was there shane mcgowan yeah well uh you lad off you know the pogs he was
2: there you know yeah ladd, he, he was yeah. there that's um, then, um yeah yeah, and Bono or, or Born On, as we call him. You yeah, know Born On in the showers. Had, he always had like a slack half, didn't he? Do you know, like he when he wasn't fully there, but he'd obviously whacked it around a bit so he didn't look small in front of the lads.
1: Yeah, and uh, the funny thing, he still
2: never knew what he was looking for when he was... <laughs> But he was in the showers. Well, aye, that was it. it I think he was just having a, a rifle through people's kit. Because I'd be like, hey, what are you doing in my bag? And he'd go, I don't know, I haven't found what I was looking for. And I'd be like, well, aye, you're just a thief, aren't you? Get away, you little Irish tinker. And the only reason, right, people don't know this, but I'm telling you now, the only reason he wears some big sunglasses is because I give him a bat and he's never gone away, has it, Ted? It's true. It's true. Yeah, and he was late for that celebrity squash
1: match, and he turned up, deaf and blind and going fucking. In, this street have no name round here.
2: You
1: know, couldn't terrible <laughs> jokes on the Ted Hankey podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's cut that short before we get into any bloody Sunday ones. Anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like right. moving on, moving on. what uh brought back got a bit of nookie this week didn't i because she only watched a live podcast you know that we did like the other oh, day yeah. on Thursday she watched it yeah. back on a follow-up and she said there's loads of flange that follow us like uh that like give us comments and like like us yeah and she thinks yeah. that, you know what i mean she doesn't want to lose me so i got loads of nookie it's class
1: it's, it's, mate I can't wait until me and you are allowed to put on our best Ben Sherman shirt and walk into the Pig Iron in Middlesbrough and I reckon it's going to be like you know when the Beatles descended on America it's going to be like that There's just Hi. going to be flange. Or, or like when you know when all the lasses used to throw the kegs at Tom Jones well we're going to be getting some proper fishy pairs of knickers chucked at us mate I can't wait
2: yeah, well right will you if you're going to do this right I think you should help me out the and you should go down cash converters and get me big gold boxing glove out. You know what I mean? So I can have it out because that, that always worked for me, didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what else I'm going to do? I was going to go and get you some uh, some new some new shoes from the Show Express as well because I've noticed you've had to uh, put some rolled up copies of Looking magazine in the bottom
2: to fill out the uh, the holes in the soles. Uh, well, of for- class, man, this is Jason Donovan's keeping me safe, man. He's, he's wicked.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I was... I- 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 I was a bit upset, mate, because Shoe Express has actually um it's it's announced a new finance boss, and you know, I only used to go to Shoe Express because um the finance boss, believe it or not, was called Peter Foot, right? <laughs> so I used to Oh class, yeah, I'm gonna go and get me your shows off someone who knows what he's talking about, you know. And the finance boss of Show Express is called Peter foot But my worries are at at hold now because uh, the replacement guy, and this is not a lie, is called Terry Boot. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, down. honestly,
2: it's proper true, it's proper true story. This, yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, that, that reminds me of that time when I was going to go for the vasectomy, one night from when I was with Scruffy Cheryl, right? And I was going to have a vasectomy done, and the doctor was called Mr. Sackless, and I was like, I'm not having that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's obviously got a name because he's my balls off, so I that's all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it's a bit better than Dr. Snip.
2: Uh, so, uh, <laughs> he sounds like he could be like an evil guy in a Bond movie, though, Dr. Snip. Dr. Snip, yeah.
1: Dr. Snip,
2: yeah.
1: Um, mm. it's, it's funny you know, when people's surnames relate to the jobs, right? Because, believe it or not, and I'm not going to mention a school, but I noticed the other day there is a teacher at the school called Miss Greathead. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that reminds me of uh, reminds me of the I was at school and I got sucked off, <laughs> off the lab assistant. You know, <laughs> I, I French.
2: French. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's God's honest truth, this mate. It's God's honest truth because uh, I've been approached about doing uh, you know, one of those um, oh, what's it called <laughs> like uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I honestly, when you said that I've been approached about doing her I thought, well, <laughs> she's wrapping you up and said, Do you fancy a book set or what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you never know you never know no I've been approached about my old school about doing one of those alum alumnis or whatever it is you know where they they, they like to do you know what former pupils are up to since they left school Um, and uh, yeah so I uh, I ended up just looking at loads of teachers names and found that one it tickled me it tickled me it really did so, oh, will I?
2: Yeah, well, I'm glad to know that the West Sea's doing well then. And <laughs> <you're> <laughs> a <chat> with them. <laughs>
1: you bastard.
2: Uh, yeah, sure, we've covered some good topics today. Shoes on. we <laughs> uh, just yeah, really Ted up asking to him, we've gone chuck one into him. Loads of content. Oh. <laughs>
1: I've got to correct as well when we said Shoe Express early, it was actually Shoe Zone I was referring to as well. It's changing um, <laughs> ownerships.
2: Trying to keep yourself out of the court again, aren't you? <laughs> well, the,
1: the last thing you want is an embarrassing moment of being sued off Shoe Zone, isn't no. it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: I, th- I thought that was a crap version of Boy Zone. <laughs> 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 like, trainers on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Billy Mac, that's right, Billy Mac from Redcare and guess what, I'm bringing back the bat. Join me political campaign where I'll be fighting for everything in our town like, you know what I mean? Redcare, it's the place to be. Do you want the option of your ice cream to be full lemon top? Well, Billy Mac can make that happen for you. And if they say no, I'll give them a bat. Seagulls! Got my pain in the fucking arse, have Well, you leave them to Billy Mac and I'll make sure they don't give you any shit because I'll ring their fucking necks, mate. Lasses in see-through leggings! You might like that? Well, I'll only be authorising it on the nice ones. You know what I mean? No one wants to see a bright pink thong through black see-through leggings on a minger. Do you want to see more illegal raves on Redka Beach? People fighting, smashing up banners, throwing sand at each other? Well, Billy Mac can arrange all that. As part of my pledge to Redcare, I am bringing back the Miss Redcar competition as well, where all the lasses get to do a skimmy dip down at the Borton Lake near Chumden at Redcare, and uh, I'll have a series of judges there, and then we'll pick who looks the best in the buff. Sure, vote for Billy Mack to represent your town in the next upcoming elections and that, because if you don't, I'll come round your house and I'll give you a bat, won't I? Ballard, the mayor of misogyny, Billy Mack's back and he's
2: dishing out the bat. He means Billy. business. Billy. Oh, Billy oh, Mack, Mac. bringing the slap back here. I love him, mate, class.
1: Ah, I love Billy Mack, mate. You know what I mean. I don't agree with his misogyny, like.
2: I won't be voting for him, and he knows this, and he knows it well, because I tell you what, right? That last mate draw that he gave, when he come round and dropped it, you know when we did the bonus ball, but it was for mate. Date, all that was, you know, them sausages that were filled with like gym socks, man. So, like, I, I honestly proper did us over there. I mean, I yeah. ate them, of course, but still, it wasn't and for the, to- purpose
1: of, the purpose of the listeners. Uh, the bonus ball, which we do, which involves meat, <laughs> it's meats. not a work with three balls, it's no, <laughs> no, it is. Uh, we, we call it the boneless ball, uh, because it is all meat off the bone, isn't it, Maller? Well, so- I. Like.
2: Well, I. You know, we do don't want any
1: comebacks. Me. We don't want any chokers.
2: No, well, I. Well, I. Do
1: <laughs> not know what Broadback said? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Does she like a penetration of the mouth?
2: Uh, well, it depends, really. It depends what she's been doing. Do you know what I mean? If she's been having a bit of garlic bread, sometimes she. Do you know when you have to, like, have a bit of... Uh, like, when it's acidy and you need to have something that's a bit more neutral? Chalky. Have you got a cho- Have got you got a chalky cock? <laughs> uh, you, it's like Rennie's. You just... <laughs> you, just pop it in, have a quick chew, and you're all right ten minutes later. And, and if you're yeah. not if you're really excited, it turns into Gaveston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it reminds
1: me when uh, Julie used to live in Whitby and uh, she had a thing for Fisherman's Friends. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's,
1: it's true.
2: It's true. <laughs> I mean, oh. Fisherman's Friends she liked. She liked the fishermen as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, she it. it was just like it was just a full-on nautical gangbang, to be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, yeah. that's
2: what she tells you why she got cramps. Hey, uh, it- <laughs> 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 oh,
1: but yeah, when I was I was looking, um, you know, I was I was looking through the news as well when I was found that news story about Show Zone, and I found another one right, and it reminded me of me and you when I was burgling days. You know, when we used to go like twatting and burgling people's Christmas presents and that. Oh well, I'd <laughs> wait outside in the see. Cosworth and I'd send you in. Um there was uh apparently in Germany, right, um they have um solved a a a burglary case, right? It's a nine-year-old burglary after DNA was found on a half-eaten sausage um matched <laughs> by a man <laughs> detained in France. How fucking mad's that? Uh but the headline is German... Police figure the worst as legal snag scupper's sausage DNA burglary break. Oh, they've spelt worst like as in
2: they sausage worst. Worst. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's a poor audio joke, but quite a good visual one if you can read it. Um, but, yeah, so they've caught him after all that time because of his DNA on a sausage. It wasn't fucking sausage for that long. Certainly not in our house with Jolie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was on the sausage
2: anyway. I didn't realise that. <laughs> DNA just doesn't come out your belly, you know. That's what I've heard. That's that's what I've it was.
1: You're in your conspiracy theories. You bring us to you Trump you again, want to you,
2: you wanna worry. You wanna worry that they had this lad, all he did was eat an half eaten sausage while he was a German. Do you know what I mean? That sounds like it could be gay Paul, by the way. <laughs> <I ain't> <laughs> right? <laughs> but right, all he's done is done that, right? And then he's gone to France, which is a completely different country, innit, Ted? And there's millions yeah, of people, click. and they find him straight away. Funny that, isn't it? Yeah, they're all watching us.
1: Well, I think everyone in France just eats cheese and onions, so they thought, "Hey, we've got some. oh, we've got somebody in the country eating a sausage. Call the police. He could be a criminal." <laughs> uh,
0: I'm
1: all I'm all on it with my accents today. i have got to say,
2: <laughs> well, hey, that's police number five, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway I've got a new story
1: here about a call centre in India Uh no we won't go into that one <laughs> we won't go into that one because then I will get a yeah
2: you will let's not do let's not do the Great Wall of China thing I was going to do because it's going <laughs> to yeah. no, no, no let's do you it.
1: no. it's, it's <laughs> bad that there's only so many accents you can get away with doing isn't it without being called like a bad one you know like you can you you can take the make out the Scottish, the Irish, the Welsh, any sort of regional accent in, in England. You can even go so far as taking the piss out of some European ones like French. the French, the Germans, I mean, we'll um, the Slovakians, uh, Italians, um, Romanians. I mean, you know, no
2: likes it, to take the piss
1: out the Dutch. But as soon as you set foot out of Europe, apart from, like, the United States and perhaps Canada, um, or even South America, you know, you can do a little one like this from Mexico, you can talk like all that, right? But as soon as you set foot into sort of like the the, the, the Asian or African continents, oh, you can't do the voices now, can you? You can't do the voices no, now. You have, and
2: you I'm, not, I'm a bit furious about that Mexican, to be honest. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, you'll be getting a bat. Utens- <laughs> you <just, laughs> you can be doing that. I want
1: be Mexican listeners. You,
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> you were big over there, man. I get loads of like. Well, every everyone's big over there. They're a small race. <laughs> you can't <laughs> take them as well. No, all right, sorry. All Mexicans. I just think it's
1: Speedy Gonzalez. I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I oh, know. We like to push the boundaries on the Ted Tedank podcast. Uh, and at that point, we're going to stop the boundary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, it's almost like you need some type of invention, right? Where you can um, you can do you can do an accent like in your own voice so you can just say uh, yeah hey, uh, I, I am from uh, Rwanda and my name's Peter and then you're talking to this machine and then it does it in a perfect uh, Rwandan accent for you and then you're not the person trying to do the accent that's offensive it's the machine's fault do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just trying to, trying to get away so door, the, like upsetting loads of Rwandans there. Eh? It's a, it a machine, man. Right. You well, know, I think that's just what I'm doing. Who did that, who did that? Was he over again? He, he's a little racist and misogynist, this over again. He's always smiling, isn't he, Henry? Henry. So, exactly,
1: exactly, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a good invention, <laughs> I think. Hey, hey Mallet, do you remember that time we went on Dragon's Den? Next into the dragon's den, we've got two entrepreneurs from Thornaby in Teesside, Ted and Malla. They walk up to the judges slowly, but confidently. The judges are sat there with mounds of cash in front of them. Ted and Malla pitch their product.
2: Uh, All right, dragons. Uh, Malla, what are you doing? Turn round, turn round the other no, way. No, man, I can't look. I mean, yeah, it's me. and hasn't Casey set me off? Look, you oh, got, got a little good. stiffy on of Sorry, Jack, yeah, you know no, no, Turn round. I'm going to turn hey. round, but yeah, like, this isn't what it's like when it's proper angry. This is only half of it. Yeah, oh. when. But there you go. <laughs> like you're
1: gonna have to, you're gonna have to pixelate that out. I'm afraid on on the edit. Uh, Dragons, we are here today to ask for fifty thousand of your pounds to invest into our lovely product here, the bollocks bra. Which get. my colleague here, what what?
2: If you right if you right, you said I'm going to get a tenner out of this, so why fifty? Where's the other like forty nine thousand and all that going? The, well, we've, we've, got to, we've got to
1: pay, pay for production and, um, you know, models and delivering. And there's loads of financial... We'll talk about that later in, Later on, Mala. Just, I'm pitching, shut up. I'm
2: uh, pitching, as well, look, it's getting bigger. <laughs>
1: i so, sorry, sorry, sorry about this, Dragon. Hey, there's no global. Carry on, carry on, take your time. Yeah, so we're asking... We're asking, we stuff in. We're asking for £50,000 to invest in our bollocks bra. Uh, Mallet is going to tell you a little bit more. Uh, you can see he's modelling the bollocks bra there with a massive erection. That wasn't part of the deal. Mala, would you like to explain to the Dragons what the bollocks bra is? Maybe, uh, And then if you want to come up and have a feel and test it out, feel free.
2: Well, yeah, they can have a feel. they made me and you can have a feel. You are the only one that can, right? Because uh, like, I think it like the others did. Uh, no, I, I don't really think that I, I, I'm, I'm ready for you. Just tell it, tell us about the product, please, Malair. Well, hi, yeah, right. Well, right. If you ever been booking lads or lasses, because you never know, aye, you like the yes. as well, right. And like when you're a man of a certain age, you start to f- suffer from uh, distended testicles, and this is when like the swing down, dead low, don't it,
1: Loose knackers. That is correct. Loose mallet knackers. loose knackers. Coincidentally,
2: <clears throat> coincidentally was what we wanted to call loose women, didn't we, Ted? Uh, on we channel did. They wouldn't let us.
1: But we ended up uh, calling it our Let Loose tribute band. What we used to do in the social club um, when I, instead.
2: Well, then, yeah, when you're on full book, right? What you need to do is you need to keep these nice and tight up to your bum. So Ted and me have created this, the knacker Bra. So basically, we've cut cut a hole in the front of a pair of white fronts to stick your dung out. But yeah. it works, doesn't it? Ted, look.
1: It does. It does allow me to demonstrate. If Mallet, for example, in a situation, he'd been out perhaps in Goldies in Stockton, and he found himself a rather nice lass, and uh, after having a kebab and a pome, he's enticed to back to his shed. And he's thinking, well, I'm a little bit embarrassed about my knackers here because as soon as I release them, she's probably going to want to leave, but not if he is wearing the bollocks bra, or as Malik called it, the knackers bra. It could be either or. And what it does, it keeps your sack tight and close underneath the uh, the perineum of the penis so you don't get any swiggage and you don't get any of, you know, that naughty sort of slapping effect on the bum like that as well. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Deborah? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: she knows yeah, yeah,
2: uh, excited, but you, you're forgetting to say as well it stops your ball scraping on the ground you know when you're doing a really low like uh, doggy style and like yeah. they the lean forward a bit and they're sticking the bum in the air but then you're knocking them that much that they collapse and yeah. your balls then start scraping on the ground and that hurts
1: doesn't it if you think like you've been done a bit of every petting with a lass and you've watched, I don't know, you've got a like good movie from Blockbusters and you've got the fire on you're thinking, I'm going to do a bit of a scuttle on that rug um, so you get on your knees. The last thing you want is rug scrapage on your nutsack as well. So it is a good tool to stop you getting um, either rug fluff or rug scrapage on your nutsack as well. Um, so I'd like to invite the dragons um, up to have a closer look at Mallers cock I mean Alas Alas Ollocks Bra uh, anyone want to call up? all four of the dragons accept the invite to inspect Maler's Ollocks Bra Debra Medan pays close attention around the shaft area Duncan Bannatyne isn't impressed hey, uh, I, I, uh, right, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna step in there I'm gonna step in there right um okay right now tell me tell me a wee bit more about how you came up with the design and, and what's to stop me What's to stop me going out there to the market and creating my own version of this. Like, selling
2: it. Yeah, I tell you what,
1: right? You don't knock him out. I'll
2: knock him out. I'll knock him out, Mally. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't even trust you anyway. We don't even want you, Valentine. Because remember no. when you had that ice cream <laughs> truck, didn't you? In Rotten Park. What happened, right? Uh, yeah, ninety nine. Right, that's a quid. What'd you get after ninety nine? And you give someone a quid. What'd you get there, Eh, uh, You meant to get a penny change. You still owe yeah. me a penny. You know what I mean? I have never had that back. <laughs> don't be laughing Vanitan, because also right he also took a
1: direct debit from my account for the cancelled gym membership and I've still not had that back hey, but hey, Ted, I, I know for the fact that it was you that had a shit in the showers <laughs> but yeah I did like you
0: fair point
1: fair point then so on that basis on that basis I'm out I'm not investing in this
2: I'm out you are out, but are you going to come out later? Out on yarn yeah, later on, and we'll have a bit of a piss up, though. Yeah, we'll go like in you know, a black bull and that. You know what I mean? Hey, you going, then. night well, I yeah. All right, I'll see you later, time Class. Hey, you meeting? Do you fancy coming and having a stroke?
1: Yeah, <laughs> she she off of her face looks like she's already had a stroke
2: uh, no, uh, for me this this isn't a product i can i can get into uh i i currently only use uh, male prostitutes that are of a certain age where their testicles do not distend so for me i'm out i'm out not for no, me, right. sorry
1: you to get
2: uh okay right yeah, who's, who's that lad there? I've never seen him before. Eh, hey, señorita, eh? I like your bollocks, brad. It is a great. Hey, uh, I may come over and have a feel, but I, I do not think so. What I think I'm going to do is have the passion and have the fire. Okay. I will have everything, and I'm going to make you an offer right now. What do you think? All right. of it? All right.
1: Uh, for, for, for firstly, don't call us senoritas, because we're fellas, right? You know what I mean. But well, we've got a bra on our knackers, not on our our Uh, but yeah, I'm keen to hear what your offer is, uh, yeah. Theo. I'm going to offer you uh
2: three English pounds. Three three fucking three. What do you think about three pounds? Three, well, yeah, no, because I happen to know Co- that he's loaded. And yeah, and it cost me three. It cost me more than three quid to make it. Well, that is the worst Greek accent I've ever heard in the world. Okay, um Mexican. Okay, Mexican. Um, yeah, um,
1: Peter, yeah. Peter Jones. What, what, what about you?
2: Um, I like it.
1: I like it. I'm going to make you an offer. I like it.
2: Yeah, don't yeah, it like his voice, he sounds a bit like that Langdon Tingley. We'd better watch what offer he's making us. Yeah, I know. Uh,
1: Peter, you're obviously a very tall
2: man six foot,
1: <laughs> six foot nine, seven foot four. I don't know, I can't work out. You sat down. Uh, do you have do you do you have really dangly knackers like Peter? Would you benefit from this? Um guys i can i can confirm that you know my knackers are really long and loose um at the minute i wear really tight marks and spencers underpants they're not for me sometimes you have to try and pop your penis out the side of the little Y when you want to make love to a woman really fast and i think having something like this solves the problem uh, i think it's great I, th- I can market this i can get you in contacts with distribution i can get it out there on the shelves petrol stations nurseries everything could be out
2: there <laughs> yeah we <We're> nurseries, nurseries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll- I think that's why he yeah. wears them funny coloured socks man, it's because Co- Co- yeah. he drops them out the doesn't he? Don't yeah. he touch his knackers in his socks yeah, it. Uh, right. so we go and have a, uh, we're just going to go and have a
1: chat over there near the wall and uh, thank you for your offers dragons, uh, we're going to contemplate um, what, what, what you haven't even made us an offer yet Peter I know I haven't because you totally butt <laughs> in, you've got to let me finish what I'm saying you cretin um, I'm going to offer you all of the money <laughs> but I want 30% of the business and I want a go on Big Fat Julie. Peter's offer seems very bold. Will Ted allow the negotiation of Big Fat Julie into the deal?
2: How did he know about her? Listen, 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 Dunn, Dunn, do you see ya? Do you see ya, right? The 30% that we'll give him is the shed. Hey, yeah, You've got a deal, Peter, or you can fuck off because you don't yeah. like your accent. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is yeah. not good,
1: huh? Guys, you've made the right decision. Come here, come here. Oh,
2: good. I'm hey, going no hey, to cuddle with big fucking... I can't, I hey. will you. Hey, yeah, I'm we'll coming over there because I've still got half a wood here, do you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Man, come, meet him, come and give us a cuddle, girl. Come on. <laughs>
1: well, uh, this looks a bit weird of me cuddling the giant on my own.
2: <laughs> not for the first time, Ted. <laughs> yeah.
1: The guys walk away very, very happy with their deal. Mala, still sporting an erection. Ted, happy from a hug. Let's see what they think. Well uh, I wasn't expecting uh I wasn't expecting anyone to make an offer like we because we just we found a pair of underpants like in an old skip and we thought, fucking hell there's it all in the front of them. Let's modify it and make it more of a sort of cuckold type of hole. And
2: it, it worked, didn't it, Mala? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's gonna be furious when we don't have the production factory that we told him we have in Singapore. <laughs> uh, and we want one pair. So what I think I'm gonna have to do now is, do you know, when you do that giveaway clothes bin that's in Thornaby Town Centre, that's for Yeah, children, I go. I'm gonna have to go dive in there and see how many pairs of apple catches I can get out. Yeah, uh, you, you want get to what happens in Do you know what I'm gonna do?
1: Yeah, it might have been a bit of a waste of journey this. Yeah. Uh,
2: Cheers, everyone. See ya. Unless we get to go on the piss with Ballantyne.
0: Get in
1: there. <laughs> That's a good episode, that, Yeah, uh, What are you
2: doing with that big bag of... You're you like a paper boy, what are you doing? Yeah, well, like, you know, I was just like telling Billy Mac, wasn't I? Well, he says he's going to give it back to me because I said something bad about him and he's going for re-election, isn't he? So he says he yes. has to deliver on these, these leaflets, but because it's social distancing, Ted, I'm going to make them into aeroplanes play- and chuck them at people rather than go near them. <laughs> and if it's dead far away, I'll probably wrap them around a rock or a stone and just chuck it.
1: It's a good technique, good technique. Do us a favour as well, Maller. <coughs> I've heard there's a delivery arriving at the back of Shoe Zone, so make sure you pop round at the knockoffs.
2: offs yeah, like, are right, I will. You pass us out of the back then? All right, well, yeah. well, cheers, Marys. I'll see you so later. Ta-da, ta-da.
1: ta-da. Hey, there, off to do his paperboy deliveries for Billy Mac, where he's enforcing politics through your window on a brick. Yeah, yeah. you have it that concludes another episode of Ted Talks the Ted Anky podcast thank you very much for listening please give it a share around Uh, invite people to listen to it hopefully people will be able to go back and work offshore soon so more people will listen to it because I'll be honest since we've had the pandemic and no one's commuting anywhere or working away my listening numbers have fell off the cliff Um, so stop being knobheads get it shared about I put a lot of effort Fitted this podcast, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Lasko's mad with us for spending time doing it and that. And you know, if I'm not going to get any rewards for it, then you can all just off. You know, so I sort of self bleeped out the f word there because I'm trying to improve myself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, the podcast, this podcast is going to end at 100 episodes, so this is at 88 episodes, Um so we are planning on releasing a few more episodes per week leading up to the 100 because I want to do a very, very special, specifically <laughs> devoted podcast to the European Football Championship so watch this space ladies and gentlemen. matters, um, me and Mala are going to be doing a Euro special, it's probably going to run for about three weeks before the Euro starts then throughout the four week campaign, probably get about eight episodes out of it um, but it's going to be totally
0: different and proper
1: class so um, yeah, keep, keep your ears peeled for announcements on that we'll obviously reveal it here on the show once we've actually came up with the actual name and what it's going to involve. Just an idea at the minute, you know what I mean? Because we shit like that. Um, Yeah, so thank you very much to the sponsors of the podcast, Fan TV, George Pub and Grill, Showcase Comedy and The Last Stop to Edinburgh. Um, Showcase Comedy's got some comedy gigs coming back up soon at the end of June at the Georgian Theatre in Stockton. Keep an eye out for them. Um I've got tickets on sale for uh, my gig at Beer and Beer in Middlesbrough, uh, which I think is on Friday, June the 25th. I want to say, might be wrong, it's that Friday anyway, 25th or 26th. I don't know, and uh, it's going to be proper class. Got the legendary Mike Milligan. Closing the night. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Mike, he's a Geordie comedian and he actually did the voice of Sid the Sexist in Viz, the cartoon version. So uh, he's mint, you're going to love him. Uh, he's been in films as well, like I, Daniel Blake, and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, he's closing that one for us. So it's going to be a proper class night. Tickets going on sale on April the 2nd, or if you're on my mailing list, April the 1st, or if you're the patron, which I know some of you who listen to the podcast are you will get ticket access on the 31st of March. That's 48 hours before all the other bell whiffs. So there you go. It's worth paying you £3 a week, a month, £3 a month. Some just pay 5 some pay 10 I appreciate it. If you want to become a patron, just go to terrankey.com and click become a patron, be a supporter of the show and all the other shit are doing that, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, good win for the Borough against Stoke. Uh, we'll see how we get on in the, uh, in the next game. Um, which I think is uh, is a Tuesday night game. Um, you know, this is recorded before that game. So we don't know what the result's going to be, but we're going to say up the butter and let's win. So, yeah, yeah, good, good. Right then, so look after yourselves and hopefully I'll see you all soon. And, you know, as per usual, up the butter and believe.